Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Awesome. All right, Sam, this week we got an awesome guest going on. Tell us a little bit about this guest, Sam. Yeah, so this is just Ross Beagle. Um, his branding is pretty wild. It's like Ross's sauces, but also like brutal hot sauce. So if you can catch out some of these bottle labels and everything, I mean, they're just edgy. Um, they're metal. And uh, he's one of the first people I really reached out to in the, uh, the hot sauce space uh, via Instagram just because he looked like he was like one of my buddies. <laughs> yeah. And then we've been chatting a little bit. We actually did a, a giveaway very early on. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it just kind of just stemmed from there. Just uh, I always like to try to keep some of those old guys, uh, you know, close um, and just kind of see where they're going, see um, see if we can collaborate on things or essentially just kind of keep in touch and bullshit all around. Sick, dude. He's from <laughs> Philly? Yeah, so he's right around the same area as like Roddy with a fire. So it's okay. it's a cool, super small world. I mean, it really is. A, a lot of hot sauce comes out of the like the Philly area, or like at least Pennsylvania, huh? I see a yeah, lot yeah, of well, small batch those, stuff that comes out of there. I know there's, I know there's got to be plenty more. Um, but otherwise, I don't like Pickle Monster. Yeah, uh, that's another bunch of goofy dudes. I love those guys. They have just like this really cool pickle hot sauce, and they actually just use a lot of the other uh, income um, for that to fuel their band. Which is people music, um, so, so it's it's pretty <laughs> wild, but it's just cool. I mean, it's just cool to see, you know, essentially, you know, musicians, people are musical in the space that also like hot sauce. I'm I'm willing to gamble a lot of people who make hot, especially like make hot sauce, are like not just like metalheads, but like musicians of some sort. I, want, I would like to think yeah. that, or at least people that uh, they don't like the boring black, you know. Yeah, exactly. With, with some extreme twist, but I want to say there's always some kind of like music connection, whether it's like metal, like ska. I've seen a lot of like ska, like hot sauce makers too. It's pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. No, it's as cool as shit. Um, but no, I'm just uh, I'm excited. I think this is gonna be a sweet one, man. And then uh, yeah, just uh, getting to know maybe more of his story um, openly with all of us. So I think this could be a pretty neat little uh, little podcast we got here. Sick. Well, without further ado, I'm joining him, or I'm letting him, or admitting him into this right now. You just can't have a fancy picture like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's my work, my work personality, you know. Oh, we don't even get a video today. <laughs> no, it's coming. There you go. All right, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Not much. How's it going? Good, good. Yeah, see, I look. I have to look all polished so my camera doesn't get, take me by surprise when I'm on a work call, you know? <laughs> man. Oh, man. Well, I even th- fluffed it up today for you. Whoa, fancy, fancy. I like it. Well, thanks for joining us, man. This is like me and Sam's... Uh, this is like when me and Sam like to like talk shit or chop it up with like other people who are <laughs> kind of the same space as us. Or it's like people we can always learn from or just like interesting stories or personalities. So... To start, Sam, I was asking Sam last week, who should we have on? And he instant, or this is a couple weeks ago, actually. And he instantly mm-hmm. said your name, like right at the top. And I was like, cool, like with a lot of confidence. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Here you are, man. We want to get into like, you know, why hot sauce for you? What do you do? What inspired you? So, I mean, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Like, why hot sauce? So, I've always loved spicy stuff. Um, I grew up down in uh, Arizona. So, um, and my parents always lived, you know, out south growing up. Um, 
And so I kind of grew up on, on spicy food. Um, everything they've always made has always been, you know, been a little bit spicy. Um, I now live in Pennsylvania, so definitely a different culture. Um, the, the food up here is, is definitely is not like that in the least. Um, and so I've always, up until a couple of years ago, I mean, I just bought store hot sauces, you know, the, the average stuff, uh, Cholula, all that, all that good stuff. Um, then my girlfriend actually got me a bottle of Reaper hot sauce. Uh, forget the brand at this point, but I loved it. I'd never tried anything like that, you know, up until that point, because they definitely do not sell those at just in, in Walmart. Um, and so after that, I just had to buy more. Um, uh, I became interested in, you know, what, what kind of, <laughs> what kind of pepper can cause this type of heat. Um, and I wanted to see what it looked like. So, you know, after Googling and, and seeing how they were, um, seeing the prices of just buying raw peppers, I didn't want to buy a bunch and then obviously just not eat them. Um, so I bought seeds and started growing and, you know, I wasn't really a big gardener or anything before that. Um, but I just started, I jumped in my first year and I probably had, you know, 50 or 60 plants of, uh, reapers, some, some weird types of habaneros, uh, chocolate habaneros too, um, some different, uh, ghost peppers and things like that. And, um, ended up with a large surplus at the end of that season. So I made some fun hot sauces with things I tried. So, um, like I tried a blueberry hot sauce and, um, the one I had tried was a little bit too vinegary for my liking. So, um, I wanted to try to make my own that was a little bit more to my tastes. And that was, that's one I still have now. It's a berry habanero made with, um, you know, chocolate habaneros and blueberries and, uh, things like that. The other one, um, I made initially was a tropical reaper. So just Carolina reapers and pineapples and mangoes, because I love like a mango habanero sauce, but they're never quite as spicy as I would like. So I wanted a hotter version of that. Um, and I just sold some bottles to friends, gave them away and they all really liked them and kept coming back. So now I do it on a little bit bigger scale and just sell online and hit up some local markets. So it's kind of how we ended up here. <laughs> awesome, man. I was going to say, Sam's one of the first people I met in the sauce scene. We just connected on Instagram and, and started chatting and helping each other. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm super stoked. Um, yeah, it's just awesome to hear your story once again. Obviously, I'm pretty familiar with you. And I still have a little bit of your uh, your habanero and ginger and Szechuan peppercorn sauce. That was an early and one. Yeah. It's just super old school, and it's really <laughs> cool to see where things progress. Um, your Chipotle Reaper is banging. Um, it's super solid. Um, I know Hannah and I, we really did enjoy that ghost pepper apple spice on that Krampus one. It had to be one of the more unique sauces I've had in a long time. It could be top five most unique, delicious sauces that I've had. Because, you know, there's crazy yeah. shit out there. But this actually was really nice. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, that one. That one's a little bit of a weird one. It was tasty. Um, I think once people got it and tried it, they liked it. But I think it was a little intimidating to just order it first, you know. Um but yeah, that, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. And the artist that did the work for that was killer. She does some awesome stuff. It's, it's, it has a bit of a, a little metal edge. And uh, yeah, your little beagle. Uh, obviously, Billy, you've <laughs> probably seen some of his logo. Um, I was always just like, yeah, Ross. Yeah, okay, cool. Ross is sauce. It's okay. Uh, what's, what's your name? And he's like, oh, Ross Beagle. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I was wondering where that beagle came from. I was like, it's kind of like a metal dude with just a little... Little cool beagle on it, but uh, no, I had to work in the dog. Yeah, it, God, yeah. It is no. I was I was looking at your Instagram page like before this, you know, making sure like we're getting familiar with it. And I was reading like Ross's sauce, and I was like, am I in the like the right Instagram? So like I had to, like scroll up. I was like, no, no, I'm at the right place. So I had to, like, <laughs> so I was like, oh okay, like I get it. It's, it's pretty cool. It's like sick branding. Uh, 
I was gonna say like Sam, isn't it always funny like, or like just in general like people who make hot sauce, not like they get into it because like they really like it. It's not like people who buy like sneakers or like shoes for like resale value. It's always like how can I make it mine as opposed to like no one's first thought would like at least let like, me and Sam talk to like no one's first thoughts ever like how can I sell this or like how can I make money off this. <laughs> so it's pretty interesting. Exactly. Like that's why I think like all these like small batch like you know like hot sauce makers or whatever it is that they make we talk to like are always pretty successful they're always like no like i tried it i loved it i want to do it so like talk us so i know like you mentioned a couple like how many actual sauces do you have now that you make like in the three four five um you know total geez i probably made 12 um i don't keep all of them in stock so i have like four i guess uh staples that i like to keep in stock all the time which is a uh jalapeno tequila lime uh the berry habanero uh, garlic reaper and then um i guess three main staples and then other ones that kind of work their ways in and out so i've had a um uh, habanero horseradish uh, which i love that was one of my favorites i just love horseradish a lot uh the chipotle reaper tropical reaper um the chocolate death which is just uh chocolate carolina reapers pretty much only those so it's you know a ton of peppers packed in each one um had to do some there creepy go. branding too. I had to do melt some wax. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's so, awesome. I always wanted to. I love like the cool whiskeys and stuff with yeah. the wax melt on them. I wanted to try that out, so I did that. Um, yeah, so I like doing. I guess keeping the staples and stock like that, but then doing some cool limited edition stuff just to play around with flavors and you know get a little bit more out there. Cool. But uh, you know, moving forward, I think I'd like to kind of nail down the staple flavors more and get a, a, a permanent recipe in place. I'd say I still kind of can't resist the urge to, to change things up each time right. I make even the, the, the same ones, you know, but um, yeah, I'd like to solidify those and then have more fun with some other stuff. Awesome. I think they feel like that just means you're still enjoying your products, uh, which is really cool. That's what we do. I mean, I've tweaked a lot of things. Tiger style is probably eight different um, renditions, but it's sweet because it's like, you have that urge to be like, it, it could be okay. People like mm-hmm. it, but it could be, could it be better? Yeah. Um, I mean, it just shows like the involvement, which I think is really addicting. And then it's just really nice to say like, okay, I'm done. It's good. Then <laughs> no. you don't fuck with it, <laughs> but it's hard. Oh, for sure. You don't want it to, you don't want it to be like uh like I love art and stuff too. And you don't want it to be one of those things where you keep messing with it until it gets yeah. worse. You know what I mean? You have to know when to stop. So that that's tough. You you really do. Also, like, the weird thing, like, with what we do is, like, consistency, right? Like, it has to be, like, kind of, like, the same every time, but, like, almost, like, better as well every time so people can keep buying it. Because, like, we're not, like, on shelves in front of people's eyes or, like, on TV or on the internet or in any videos, really. So, like, it has to be, like, really good, like, the next time, but, like, still, like, pretty consistent. I find that super hard for myself, too. Like, when I'm in the kitchen making something, like, I'll try to, like, add something in the chili oil or, like, in my honey. And I'll be like, just totally forget that, like, no, I'm making this for someone else. Like, it's not for me. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, like, exactly. like, calm it down a second. Like, it has to be consistent. So, uh, but going back to your line, like, I would say out of all those, like, which one's your favorite? Uh, my favorite's the garlic reaper. Yeah. I think um, I love the super weird sauces, but that one, I mean, it just goes good on anything. You know, it's it's a... For being a reaper sauce, it's not super, super spicy. Like if you are used to some heat, um, it has a lot of flavor to it, you know? And you can just use it on anything. And that that is the one that, that sells the best still, so. Similar heat <laughs> levels with your Chipotle Reaper? Yeah, very similar. So the Chipotle Reaper was nearly an identical recipe, just less garlic and 
a lot of Chipotle's. <laughs> That's awesome. Because even the Chipotle Reaper, you get a good nose on it. I'm just on a little bit of the bottle left. Yeah. And it sucks because I really do find myself not wanting to cash out bottles. <laughs> so just, <laughs> I'm je- I don't even have any of that one left. I'm jealous. Oh, it's, it's good stuff, man. It's good yeah. stuff. <laughs> Thank you. That's how you know it's good stuff when, like, you know, the customer's out of it and you're out of it as well, the person who makes it. That's, that's a great problem to have, I think. Uh, <laughs> For sure. It is a good problem. You always got to make more. I'm just curious, like, like what inspires, like, your flavors? Because these are pretty gnarly, like that Sam was talking about. One that caught my ear was the ginger Sichuan pepper. So, like, what inspires, like, these weird, like, flavors that you get? Um, well, I think I initially, I just like trying weird stuff. Um, I mean, I've tried, I'm sure as you guys have, too, tons of hot sauces. Um, and we, you kind of learn the things you like and, and the things you don't. And um, I think I like, I like flavorful sauces where the heat isn't just overpowering you know i like unique things that kind of pair with a specific food so um you know that's why i like the like the berry habanero i love fruity barbecue sauces um i wanted to make one that i could use on like pulled pork and and things like that so the berry habanero is what i did there um mainly because my friends can't handle some super spicy stuff so i figured the habanero is a good one where the average person thinks that's you know pretty darn hot and they'll but they can still eat it um the ginger szechuan peppercorn i just love stir fry and I had a phase where I was making a bunch of stir fries, um, you know, chicken and whatever else you want to put in it. And um, <clears throat> I actually tried a ginger habanero sauce from Queen Majesty, I believe. They're mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And so I kind of just wanted to build upon that and, and make my own. Um, but then I, I stumbled upon the Szechuan peppercorn, which if you haven't just eaten a plain Szechuan peppercorn before, it's fascinating yeah i mean you put it in your mouth it kind of numbs your whole mouth and that that was a cool sensation so i wanted to kind of work those in i also use other kind of you know asian inspired ingredients like sesame oil and rice vinegar and that one so i think it had it's like when people sample it at a uh like a farmer's market or something it's pretty unique but when you're using it on you know stir fry or chinese food or you know chicken and things like that it, it works really well it's, it's it's funny. I just bought like five pounds of uh, Szechuan peppercorns the other day. So my, I live in a studio too. So like everything's one. My my yeah. place reeks absolutely the worst. <laughs> I think my dog. Oh, is it smells like, good. It no, it smells good. But I think my dog is low key like a hey, like let's open some doors and windows now. Because <laughs> I have it, a small it's, house it's, too. Yeah, I just cooked smell. some sauce yesterday. My cat's not happy. Yeah, like it it, it really <laughs> stays. It packs in. You know, it's, it's not good. But it, it, it's yeah. very fun. Um, so. You mentioned we talked about a lot about your stuff. Now let's talk a little bit like something you don't make. We always ask this to all the guests that come on. What are your three favorite, I guess like not like sauces that you don't make? Oh man, so you can say like the big box stores or like you know yeah. the little guys. But honestly, whatever uh, you really like to have yeah, like, as a staple, exactly. I think is really cool. Yeah, so that that's a good question. I love um, sauce leopard, um, the crimson drip. That's probably one of my favorite all-time sauces I've tried anywhere. Um, and it's weird because there's nothing like super crazy in any of the ingredients. It's just like um, like Fresno peppers, uh, some habaneros, and some other stuff. But whatever he does is just awesome. I always have that in my fridge. It's phenomenal. Um, so I would say one thing I don't have, which I would like to develop, is kind of a good, mild, like, every sauce. You know what I mean? Like one that is very repeatable. People can keep ordering. Um where not any flavor is too overpowering, but it's just a really good balanced sauce. Um, and that's something I don't have currently that I would like to work on. I think I tend to get carried away sometimes with the weird stuff. So um, 
that's something I don't have and I'd really like to kind of integrate in. Um, other than I'd like to make a really vinegar heavy sauce because I love vinegar. Um, I want something like that that offers that flavor with some heat, but um, that that's also good. And I want something that's good for hot dogs. So I love <laughs> I love hot dogs. And I have some um, some ideas. Like I would love to do a spicy relish. I want to make like take pickles and peppers and kind of blend them all up into more of a sauce texture. But like a, a, a spicy relish, something for hot dogs. So those are probably the three things I don't have that I would like to integrate. So so give us two more. We got sauce leopard. You got to give us two more brands or like something oh, like brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. All right, let's see. But I like what you said though. That, that was fire. We got to pick okay, your brain. All right. Yeah, sauce leopard. I'm, I'm stoked to try some of their I stuff. I know we got to pick your hand. brain a little bit there. That was pretty fun. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be in uh, Albuquerque for that big fiery food fest. Me and uh, I'm fire um, with Roddy. We're going to be. So I want to give those guys a shot. I'm going to have to try that one. Definitely. So, okay, other brands increase the heat. Uh, they have a Ban Helsing, which is a banana hot sauce. Oh. Super unique. It's the only one with banana that I've ever tried. It's phenomenal. Um, I can say I've used nothing like that in my own sauces, but I think that's, that's so cool, but cause it sounds like a rather hard ingredient to incorporate, you know, like bananas and, uh, and hot sauce. I just haven't considered. So that was awesome. I jumped at the chance to, to buy some of that. It's big in the Philippines. Me and Sam were just talking about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Philippines, they have that's like, interesting. This, like really good, like banana sauce. It's like weird at first, but it's amazing. Like the best thing. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm all about it. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Third one, probably hob sauce, the, the Pasilla Morita. I believe me, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but that one's <laughs> phenomenal. It's in my fridge right now. Um, I've ordered it three times, and I just keep buying it. Awesome. You mentioned that banana sauce. So it's Van Helsing by who again? Increase the heat. Increase the uh, heat. I'm going to have to check that I one out. That yeah, too. Let me, I cut that I think I actually... Like... Oh, I think I have uh, another bottle up here. Let me see. Keep some stash of other stuff back Ooh, here from other brands. My man, yeah. Uh, either I can't find it right now. I'll send you the label. It's it's good. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, we were actually talking about like banana and goofy stuff. Uh, not to not to run away with this, but actually starting a, a banana sauce myself. It's right now. It's in production. Oh, no I already have the labels. Yeah, I got the labels. Um, the design, everything worked out. Just got to figure out the ratios. It's going awesome, dude. It's it's a really cool. It's an odd ingredient if you think it's odd, but if you get past it. It's it's just another fruit. I mean, yep. but yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty sweet. I'm pairing it with a black cardamom and a ahi limon chili, so it should be more mild to medium heat. Um, from what we've been trying it on, I mean, you know, it's like a hot dog banger. It's <laughs> it's not super <laughs> sweet but for hot dogs. It's pretty awesome too. I like it. Uh, so I've never used it. I know they're out there. Um, I'd love to do like a toasted coconut ooh. sauce. That'd be another good one. Like I said, I haven't gotten a chance to try any, and I know I've seen them out there from from some brands I can't remember, but that sounds interesting. Yeah. All right, all right. So, well, I mean, we'll jump right into it then. I was going to ask you what's the weirdest combo you've had with, like, a hot sauce, but I guess banana. Is there anything weirder than banana that you've seen, in, like, in a hot sauce? Like, something that's like, whoa, like, what? Like that with hot sauce? <laughs> Not for me. I mean, that, yeah. the banana's probably it. I love, I love that one. That was, that was unique to me. Blue, blueberries were very new to me as of like two years ago. I never knew like people put berries in hot sauce. It was very, very like interesting. Um, there's, there's like this taco shop here in San Diego that makes like the best fish taco, but he puts like these like pickled hot like strawberries on the fish taco. It's like the mo one of the most like amazing things. I never knew strawberries could be eaten hot. It was, it was great. 
Like uh, like pickled green strawberries or like red ripe strawberries? No, I don't want to say like they're pickled because they're still red. I think there's probably like some vinegar on them or like something like that. But like, but they're like okay, they're kind of acidic. But like the strawberries are just like amazing. But they're on top of fish. Because on that spicy note, too. I think like a green because I used to pickle a lot of uh, green strawberries back when we were doing like. Um, fine chef tasting small course limited menus a lot of mimosa bouche kind of fun dishes and i do a lot of like pickled or fermented green strawberries um that'd be a hell of a sauce it'd be hard to source out but if you could get a ton of green strawberries that'd be sweet that'd be really cool that's interesting yeah i bet you that'd be tough to find too unless you go like a produce warehouse like near you or you go to someone that's growing them they'd be like why the hell do you want us to take them away from their prime (laughs) oh here's here's one have you guys ever seen like a yuzu hot sauce Yes. You have? I'm not, not familiar with the name, okay. um, uh, but but I've definitely seen it. It's definitely not one of those ones that uh, I don't even think it would be that odd. It would just be a little hard to source, especially if you're getting, like, fresh yuzu. Yeah. I mean, you get, like, some puree or something, but that would got to be killer. I'm sure that would be really good. I just thought of the flavor, like, right off my head. But I want to go back to Ross. If you, Ross, if you had to say, like, I know, like, with all the hot sauce makers out right now, like, and everyone, like, what what do you think kind of, like, sets you apart from, like, the other brands, like, and everything else going on? Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I don't know if anything does. Um, I don't mean that in a bad way. I think we're all kind of out here trying to make some, some cool stuff. Everyone has a little bit uh, different angle. Um, you know, we all just trying to use interesting ingredients. And I think if anything sets me apart, I think it's, I do super, super small runs of things um i still cook out of my home kitchen so it is certified i do you know it went through all the all the process to be official but um i still do make some super small batches just out of my home kitchen primarily with peppers i grow um so i guess i'd like to keep it small and experimental um i I started this for fun i think um i have more of an emphasis on just you know meeting people and having a good time and being able to kind of fund the hobby more than you know, turning it into something huge necessarily. Um, so I'd say I'm just a, a laid back attitude and kind of fun, small batch hot sauce and definitely a connection to the metal community. Cause I, you know, growing up that that's all I listened to. I, I mean, and then when you were saying uh, like small batch, define small batches, what bottle count are you kind of looking at? Um, you know, per, for the limited edition stuff, like a hundred bottles, um, Ooh. for the more, like the ones I keep in stock, I'll probably usually do 250 at a time. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah, big. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's for not us small. little guys, that's, that's, that's yeah, a lot of work. Yeah, I guess. That's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. It is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah I contract my mom to help put on the labels. She oh, likes that, right. so you know. Nice. That's the part I don't like. It's tedious. Let's go, mom. Employ you the month. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I mean that. That's a big, large number. Like that's something you should like definitely be like, wow, like two hundred fifty is a lot at a time. Like that's a lot. Like how, how often are you doing that? Um, a couple times a month. That's insane. That's really dude, that's a lot, man. That's, well, no, I would say I should say with in the summer with the uh, the farmers markets yeah, and stuff sure. that, that really drains me, and that's why I don't do as many as I would like to. I just couldn't keep up because you know I still, as I'm sure most of you, we, I work full time job too, and it's like it's hard to, hard to get in there and do it. But um, yeah, during the winter, a lot a lot easier on me. It it is yeah. That's one thing I've been thinking about too. In the winter, is like with like not as many farmers markets coming up. Like how to kind of like get more of the word out there. It's gonna be a fun challenge to do. Yeah, uh, it'd be a good time to build like inventory. That's kind of what I'm considering it as. Um, that, that, still kind of continue yeah. grinding. 
this is my first year that I really did market. So that's a good point. I wasn't really prepared from an inventory standpoint at all. You know, I just kind of, hey, let's try it out and yeah. um, see how it goes. But next year we'll be able to plan a little bit better. Oh, yeah. So it was the first farmer's market. You're like, man, I'm not going to sell shit today. Then you're like, end of the day, you're like, oh, shit, I have one left. You're like, let's go. And, and you're like, oh, shit, I got to make some more, but I'm dead tired. And you're like, all right. So it was exactly. I think rush. it cost like $30 for the day. So I was like, heck, if I make $40 or something, I'll be, you know, I'll be satisfied enough yeah. to just so I don't lose exactly. money. That's how I was looking at it too. I'm like, man, my first 30 bucks that goes through the space and then it's money from there, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are always fun too. What we always kind of ask us to like the small hot sauce makers, like what challenges like do you face at the farmers markets? Like me and Sam always talk about it. Like for me, here in San Diego, like people are super chilled and like laid back. Like everything's beach life. So like they'll walk like this old guy one time I was telling Sam looks walk past my booth and he goes. Uh, no business for you today, huh? And he's like, kind of walked by with a smile. And I'm like, I couldn't have a like, laugh. Like, that was just so funny. It's like, it was just... So, like, those little things, like, are always, like, coming up. So, like, what things do you, like, run into, like, you feel like, like to overcome and, like, help grow your brand or business? Um, You know, I'm actually a pretty shy person. So, I... And not even shy in the sense that it makes me nervous to talk to people. I just don't always love it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think I get drained very quickly. Um, I'm very much an introvert. So continuously talking to people for four hours is very like mentally exhausting to me. Like I I enjoy it while I'm doing it, but then when I'm done, I'm just like, Oh man, I need to sit inside and be alone for the rest of the day. You know, (laughs) um, besides that, I think in Western PA, it's just getting people to sample the super hot stuff. Um, a lot of people aren't used to having that around here. I mean, even at our farmer's markets, no one even sells hot peppers. So uh, there's myself and one other hot sauce vendor, um, that I really see anywhere. Um, who would that be in your area? His name's Bearded Devil. He, he's actually, he told me he's moving uh, maybe Colorado sometime soon, but... Must be um, a good guy. <laughs> exactly. No, his sauce is great. But um, yeah, so people, they're just, they don't understand the type of heat you're dealing with. So uh, I think something I get over was, well, is a lot of people sample stuff just because they want to try something super hot, which is always fun to see, yeah. but... I don't think they're prepared for how it is. You know what I mean? If you've never had like a Reaper, that level of, of spice before, um, it can be intense. So I'd say getting people to be more open-minded with what they try yeah. and um, just learning to, you know, talk to people with some more charisma. Yeah. I feel like, at the, especially at the markets, you have to like force feed it to someone almost. Like, no, like you do, like you want to try this. Like, trust me, you want to try this. Like almost put it in yep. your hands and stuff. I remember one time I had to give this lady like a bunch of chips. I was like, do you want this the rest of the chips bag? Like, just try the goddamn thing. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do. So it's like always like weird to getting people to buy in, I guess. It's always like the weird part. Um, uh, I want the name of your the other hot sauce maker one more time because that name caught me off guard so bad. Bearded, what was it? Bearded Devil. Bearded Devil. Same it's right not my alter ego, I promise. Yeah, <laughs> you sure? <laughs> we're for sure going to check out Bearded Devil <laughs> one of these days. Because the way you introduced him, he just dropped his name, was so like laid back. Like, yeah, Bearded Devil's there sometimes. You're like, oh, cool. Bearded <laughs> yeah, he's Devil's a cool like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a they had us. They had us uh, positioned right across from each other, one one market. Oh, so I, mean, I, think, I think it actually helped both of us, you <laughs> know what I mean? So it was kind of like the hot sauce alley right there. But um, yeah, he, he's a good dude. Sick, man. Uh, any, any new sauces you're going to work on? Any new flavors you think you're going to be trying soon? Yeah, I actually made one yesterday. Ooh. So it, it's just a limited edition with uh, some peppers I grew in my own garden. It's a uh, ahi pineapple and blood orange. Awesome. Blood orange so is such a it, killer. It turned out it was the first year I ever grew or tried that pepper. Um, it just sounded fun. I love citrusy things. And, um, yeah, it's it, super awesome, I think, so far. It's um, 
pretty spicy, spicier than I thought it would be. Um, just cause I used a lot of the peppers there. They're pretty small and, you know, thin. So I used a bunch of those, just blood oranges and pineapples and, um, you know, other ingredients too, but it turned out good. Um, I think it'll be great on like some, you know, summer barbecue bowls and, and things like that. That's, oh, that's going to be sweet. So I, I think they'll actually, grown, uh, a ton. yeah. Yeah, I love the ahis. I do a lot of the ahi limons. Last year, I did a lot of ahi pineapples. I noticed like a smaller yield, and I had a really hard time noticing differences between those two peppers because they're both super citrusy, awesome heat, like a little more in the cayenne. Um, yeah, they're yeah. cool. They're they're really cool. Yeah, those neat. They're, those are fun. Mine did really well. Um, this year, my, my garden's kind of sucking a little bit, but last year they they were thriving. How was how was awesome. how was your experience been like gardening? Because I, I mean, I would try, but I know I would fail like horribly. So, like, how's that been for you like the past like or as long as you've been doing it i guess like what like how's that been so i've only grown peppers this will only be my my third year um wow. but it, it goes well um I, I currently work from home because of covid especially so yeah. um i have a lot of time to kind of go out and mess around with them and and tweak them i think the first thing that really helped me when i was first getting started um i interact a lot on the hot peppers community on reddit um and they have some awesome guides on there, super helpful people. Like that guides you from literally, you know, a seed, when to transplant, what nutrients to use at what stage, what to look out for. So I just read a lot of that and kind of mimicked what other people were doing. And um, yeah, it goes pretty well. I think right now I, I moved into this house last year and um, built some raised beds, but the soil's pretty crappy. So uh, need to kind of work on enriching that over the winter and maybe next spring. But um, other than that, they're, they're doing pretty good, no complaints. What's, awesome. what's what's the experience been like from uh you said arizona to Philly? yeah well i was i was pretty little out in arizona oh, so okay. i never never did any of that out there um i will say though our yard in arizona was sand so <laughs> i don't i don't think the gardening would do too hot out there interesting do you think hot sauce would do better in arizona because like hotter climates and like there's the general like i guess like um what do you call them like the general like how people think a hot sauce like will do better like in SoCal, like hotter places. Do you think that's true or like you've noticed like we'll do the same in Philly? You know, it, there's just, there's a lot more spicy food down there. I mean, growing up too, I think that, you know, that's where my, my parents like spicy stuff. That's kind of where I got, you know, acclimated to it. Um, so I think that they're more open to the spicier things down there um, just because it's in more of the cuisine, you know, yeah. a lot of Mexican influence. Um, so I think they're more open to it in that sense, but I also am willing to bet there's a lot more hot sauce makers down there too. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you do have a decent plot of land, you can probably grow year round. So that's super helpful as well. I know here, you know, we, we, we kind of have to stop growing, you know, in like late October, November and can't pick it up again until like April. Um, I mean, I start them yeah, in my basement. Really yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know. It, it'd be interesting to go out there and see. Nice. Yeah, because I'm right in the Midwest, and I notice it's a big, old, old, older community that people aren't really like it's too used to hot things. They don't really get hot things. It's salt and pepper. Um, that's their kind exactly. of choice. Um, but yeah, in those like super hot climates, I mean, it'd be it'd be a struggle. You gotta actually like do a lot of like shading above because that too much direct sun would just fry peppers too, which would be a oh, yeah. big misconception. Yeah. People are like, oh, they love sun. They like sun. They don't like that direct sun and just a lot of water. <laughs> and you're just dropping big money on probably a, like premium soil. Um, Cause yeah, it's like, you don't want to drop it in the ground there. Or even I imagine like San Diego where you are, Billy. I mean, I mean the soil quality, I, I don't know. What are we really looking at there? Even if you tried to do a little garden, 
I mean, it's it, it is hot, but like Arizona is like a different fucking hot. It's like a thousand degrees there, so like shading is like won't do you shit. Like <laughs> you gotta get like a new house. I feel like for your plants, like like it's insane what the temperatures are in Arizona sometimes. So like that's why I was kind of wondering like with like the different like areas, I guess, because it's really like West Coast, to East Coast, and like I do notice, like you said, like when I send stuff to the East Coast, I'm like, oh my god, it's so spicy, and then here on the West Coast, like no, it was it was pretty good, it was decent. So I'm like, hmm, like interesting. It's always like, yep. a, like a, I guess it's like a harder sell, but it's, it's pretty cool challenges. Um, and then we're going to leave you with one last question. We ask this to everyone that comes on the on the podcast here. Sam is grinning because he knows what this is. Let's oh, say you're great. making the drive from Arizona to Philly. You stop by a random gas station, two in the morning, taking a break. Got to grab three things. What are you going to grab? Ooh. Probably... A flavored water of some sort. All right. Any brand? Um, like sparkling, non-sparkling, not sparkling. No, sparkling's not that refreshing. I don't. I don't dig it. Yeah, um, it I like you know just some like annoying. Propel flavored water, something, something like that. Um, Blade without the color. Exactly. Yeah. Still zero calories. You know. <laughs> I gotta watch. I gotta slim down again from COVID here. So uh, other than that, let's see. Probably some chips of some sort. Um, you gotta be specific, yeah. man. Let's we see. need to know your your I'm thinking, I'm thinking Cheetos, a preferably fun. a no salt, just plain potato chip. Um, I, do, I, do, I don't like super salty. I like tasting the actual potato. You know what I mean? So preferably like a, a unsalted Lay's. Let's go. I like ridges. I don't like the the plain flimsy guys. Those things, you All know, right. not as pleasurable to eat. So. Other than that, then probably gummy bears. Um, I don't nice. like candy and chocolate, but I like gummy bears. So those, those are probably up. my three. Sick. Man. I love it. Um, good answers. No, obviously, there's no right or wrong answers. Uh, <laughs> we always like to, kind of like to ask that. It's weird. They used to always ask that question. I used to, when I used to work in San Francisco, they used to always ask that question to like first hires on their on their like their new like their first day in front of everyone. It's kind of like put you on the spot. Uh, oh, it's like a good ending. Starting to figure them out yeah. a little bit. People don't yeah. understand. I remember one guy in front of like the whole company was like, "Oh, I'll grab a pack of cigarettes and like a twelve pack." Or we're like, "Buddy, like wrong hell time yeah. to say that." Right? <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, "Hell yeah!" It was like, it was like "Nope, wrong time, buddy." Uh, but yeah, man, like thanks for joining us. We really appreciate your time. If people, when people want to go and buy your hot sauce, where can they go find it? So you can always find me on Instagram. It's at brutal hot sauce. Um, I'm on there a lot, interact pretty frequently. Uh, the website is just saucebyross.com. Um, so you can order everything on there. I do ship everywhere. Um, and I put together a little map of the states I haven't gotten to yet. And I'm thinking about doing a little, um, you know, discount if you're from one of the states I haven't ordered with. I'd like yes. to try to get to all 50. I think that would be badass. So, um, you know, maybe stay on the lookout for that. I think that'd be fun. And yeah, so this was awesome. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you asked me to reach out, Sam. So I appreciate it, Billy. This is cool. Of course, man. Awesome, dude. Stoked to have you involved. This is a good time. Yeah, man. It was definitely, it was definitely like fun hearing your story. We always love like learning about different people and like you know just because we're all like in the same game essentially. So we just kind of want to see like pick each other's brains or like see how like everyone's really going about their operations or how they're doing stuff. Um, but yeah, man, you're always welcome on the show. You're definitely part of the family now. Everyone, go buy a bottle from Ross. They are the <laughs> shit. I'm definitely gonna do that tonight. Uh, Sam, any ending words for us here? I don't know, man. Just metal as shit, dude. Love to have some good dudes with, uh, you know, musical tastes that uh, I enjoy. I do like a lot of goofy stuff, but uh, I love metal. Love some Ross by Sauce by Ross, and uh, just a whole brutal kind of metal community. I love the imagery. 
Um, it was an immediate sell for me. I think it's just badass. Awesome. It's good to have you on, buddy. Thank you. I'll add one more thing, too. I know um, whenever uh, you, Sam, and I and Rodney were talking, I think we said, um, you know, I don't think any of us are really in competition with each other. I think this is just an awesome community. And, um, you know, by helping each other, only, you know, everyone can grow. I don't think there's there's, there's room for everyone. And the more we talk, I think that's awesome. So oh, yeah, like, this is so cool. I appreciate it. 100% agree. Again, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, Ross. And we'll see everybody next week. Awesome. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. See ya.